two weeks on the hunt, and now Theo Reese was dressed like a wanker from one of those popular spy movies. He tugged on the black bow tie and fully committed himself to killing the woman who'd forced him to wear a tuxedo. After chasing her through New York, London, Edinburgh, and now back to New York, he was more than ready to grip her slim neck in both his hands. Then he'd squeeze until her stunning blue eyes bugged. Maybe. Okay, he wouldn't kill her. Even as pissed as he was, he'd never harm a woman. Well, probably. This one had taken subterfuge to a whole new level, so he would like to scare her a little. Plus, the woman was a witch, so it wasn't like she couldn't defend herself. Creating fire out of air was like breathing for her people. Chatter and the clinking of glasses filled the opulent ballroom of New York's most exclusive hotel. Women in long, sparkling dresses and men in tuxedos milled around, drinking champagne and laughing. Christmas lights blinked green and red from trees placed in every corner. Discreet waiters refilled glasses and offered canapes. Theo sighed. He wanted a steak, damn it. Little mushrooms filled with green stuff would just make him hungrier. Where the hell was she? His contacts had said she'd be attending the fundraiser to save some otter in some forest somewhere, and he'd had to pretty much give up a kidney to get a ticket. A gold-encrusted ticket. He didn't get it. Why not just save the money on tickets, clothes, food, and drink, and give it to the damn otters? Buy them all a new river and forest somewhere. He caught a scent. Through the heavy perfumes and fragrant appetizers, a scent he knew well beckoned him. Woman, intrigue, and Irish bluebells from her native home. Lifting his head, he followed his nose. Even for a vampire, he had enhanced senses. Her laugh, tinkling and surprisingly deep, had him turning left. Ah, there she was. He'd finally found the witch. His entire body tightened, and the blood rushed from his head right to his cock, from one little sighting of her. Fuck. Taking several deep breaths, he calmed his body and cleared his mind. Ginny O'Toole wore a sapphire-colored gown that matched her eyes perfectly. The bodice was old-fashioned, glimmering with sparkles, and narrowed to an impossibly small waist. Her breasts were full, her hair naturally white blonde, her skin flawless, and her stature petite. 300 years ago, she'd been too thin for popularity. 50 years ago, she'd been the ideal woman. Now, in the day and age of curves and diversity, she stood out as almost unreal, as more of a doll than a real woman. An air of fragility clung to her, in direct opposition to strong and fierce modern woman. Yet men flocked to her, quick to give protection, just as much today as in the past. The morons didn't realize that her pretty face masked a predator, one who used wiles and weakness to get what she wanted.